Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hiya, this is Jed. Thanks for downloading the Attacking Scrum podcast. Uh, This is a new podcast about all things Welsh rugby. And this is the very first of them, uh, which might explain why I go into 80s DJ mode at the very start of it. Um, In the first episode, I was joined by Gareth Vaughan-Jones of London Welsh and Cowbridge's finest son, Daniel Killick. Now, we'd love to hear from you, so um, give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Attacking Scrum, and get in touch with us on Twitter at Attacking Scrum. I hope you enjoy it, and if you do, leave us a review. On with the show. Hello and welcome to the very first Attacking Scrum podcast. Uh, I'm Jed and tonight we'll be chatting about the Welsh style of rugby. So after years of Warren Ball, we'll talk about whether there's anything of the traditional romantic flair rugby left in the national side. We'll have a look and see if anything's going to change as Gatland heads out for his sabbatical with the Lions. And we'll see what players and coaches that you'd like to see as part of the setup. And above all, is it possible to play an expressive, expansive game with the personnel that Wales have at their disposal? Alongside me, I have Gareth Vaughan-Jones. Gareth, good evening. Good evening. Good to have you here. Thank you very much for inviting me. Well, you are most welcome. And also alongside me is Daniel Killick. Dan, good evening. Good evening. Thanks for the invite. Not a problem. Right, we're going to start and jump straight into this. Um, now, we've seen in the last couple of weeks Warren Gatlin's uh, appointment as the Lions coach, the worst kept secret in rugby. So as he heads off, um, first of all, do we think that's the right choice as a Lions coach? Very briefly on this one, Gareth, what do you think? I think it's a safe choice. He's you know, from New Zealand, wants to probably play against New Zealand, successful Lions coach, um, knows the setup, got the experience. Who else is in the frame? Eddie Jones didn't want it. I uh, don't think anyone else really wanted it, really. So I think he was the obvious choice, as you yeah. say. Daniel? Yeah, I would have gone, would have gone with, with, with Warren. He's got a proven track record. Um, he, knows, you know, he knows their game 
inside out really so yeah I would have definitely gone with him Fair enough I, uh, there's something about it I'm just not quite I don't feel overly optimistic about it and I think we're going to get onto that because I just think that you know the way the the way the game has changed. I know Gareth's got some outstanding stats of his sleeve um, for this one, and that's a that's a pretty big a pretty big build up. So uh, no I'm only going to disappoint on that front. <laughs> I, I actually think that he'll 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 mix it up a fair bit. You know, a lot of people are saying I'll be you know a lot of the Welsh players. I think he'll be the opposite. I yeah, I do. I think he can change it. and He will do so. I think we're in for a few uh, a few surprises. But I think it's a time though that you know I don't know we don't want to talk about lines too much, but the time they've got to actually bed the players in is very limited. And therefore, you have to play a sort of a system. That you, so you can't change a system or introduce a new system in the time they've got. It's so, a treacherous uh, schedule, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, so it's like, you know, do you have a system or do you, do you then create a system because the, the players and talent you have at your disposal? So we'll yeah. be interested to see what he does. <coughs> he's quite safe the way he played against Australia because yeah. he's basically Wales plus a few others. It won't be the case this time round, I don't think. No, and yeah, I, I think a lot of it because we were playing East Australia. He went with a safe. He went with what he knew, but he's, we can't go with that going out to New Zealand. So I think he'll be he'll be really working out. Well, he'll definitely be working out behind the scenes, and he'll. I don't, I don't know whether we'll see many of the Welsh boys in there, to be honest. Well, while Gats is working uh, hard behind the scenes with his uh, his sojourn off as Lions coach, do we expect much to change back here? Um, how would you assess kind of what how, how Wales kind of moved on with the New Zealand tour just gone? Do you think we've seen kind of great strides forward in the, the style of rugby? Yeah, I think um, there were some really encouraging encouraging games. Uh, we scored what did we score five tries in two of the games over there. They were really exciting to watch. I missed a couple of the games due to work and watched them back because there was a lot of sort of negativity pumped out there. But I I, I must have been watching a different game. I thought they were they were outstanding. Yeah, we lost. They turned it on for. For ten minutes, maybe we switched off for ten, but we, you know, it was great rugby to watch, really exciting. And I think we have, you know, we did move on. We played, we played a, a more expansive game, played wide, um, and we can't, you know, there's been a lot of a lot of bad press about how, you know, we're just we're just pumping it up with the big boys. But I think we did tweak it slightly in those games, and it's something that we'll continue to do hopefully that's what that's what the, the the coaches and the players are saying but it can't happen overnight I think so I think there's got to be a degree of realism with this as well that after yeah. a after a World Cup year to then go over to New Zealand the hardest place to go and tour in June um, it's not going to change overnight and I thought there were, I thought there was some some really good spells of rugby in there and I think that actually, you know, there's, there's, there were points during those games where I thought it was the best that we played since 2011 because the intensity yeah, was in there and it felt like, it, it, you know, and I know it's, it's always the hope that kills you, but it felt like at certain points we had half a chance of winning those games. I'd, I'd, I'd agree. I think for three quarters of the, of the game, we were a match for New Zealand and we've been a match for New Zealand in three quarters of matches quite quite a while. But I think for now, now it's just, they empty the bench and we empty our bench, and that's the big difference, I'd say, between both teams. The quality and strength and depth that they have versus Wales you know, is very noticeable. And I think I just think, you know, um, I think you're right. I think we played better in those games than we did in the World Cup. Better, you know, That's probably the best we played since, you say, in 2011. They were really up for it, um, and they just fell off for the last game because it's just that they were rugbyed out, they were knackered. Uh, no, you know, last man, you know, up, uh, last man standing, basically, was, yeah. was selected. I think... Um, I think Wales will have learnt a lot going back to, to the regions from that and WIU learnt a lot. I think if you look at the amount of running they did during during that um, those tests this summer, someone I think someone told me there was I think um, the amount of running um, they did versus the, versus the Lions was about 
double the distance versus the Lions. So sorry, I'll do that again. The, the amount of running the Welsh team did was double that of the Lions in 2013. So the game is much more aerobic. Yeah. So it's, mm-hmm. And also, it's not just about any sort of um, running metres. It's the intense metres they run. So the whole squad, both squads, are running far more now than they did previously. And that's the key thing for me. So it's you know, so we can't play Warren Ball against New Zealand. We have to play at their game. And, I think to, and so we've got to get better at everything. And that means the forwards being able to, to pass better. But also, I think we, you know, we were a match for them, but they tend to score when they're in the 22 every single time. And we put pressure on, yet we just make mistakes at those crucial times. Now, you know, how do you train for that as a player? But it is it's about skills and the fatigue, and it's about repetition. So I believe the WIU are spending a lot more time on individual training now on players. So 60% of their time now is on individual core skills. And this message is going out you know, to the regional rugby and to the youth games. So people now spend more time on core skills now and to develop those core skills. So when it comes to actioning them during, you know, um, during pressure points in a match, they're able to do that. And therefore, when we're in the 22 against the All Blacks, we'll put those points away. But like you say, that won't change overnight, will it? We can't expect, surely, to, to go over to New yeah. Zealand and be able to execute this straight away. I mean, that's, yeah, I, that's, that stat that you gave there, Gareth, about, um, uh, you know, a, a sort of double, doubling the running rate and the intensity there. <clears throat> the fact that we, that we played, we actually, we played against New Zealand from, from, the, from the minute we got going. We actually said, we're going to take, we're going to take you on, we're going to score, we're going to score more than you, I thought was really encouraging because... Mm. A lot of the times we've come close against New Zealand, but we haven't played that way. So we've we've played quite safe, played con- quite conservatively. But there, we just said we're going to go out, and 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 we wouldn't have been able. We, we're obviously fitter than than we ever have been, um, and you know we we did run them close. We really did. Yeah, but you have to score tries against New Zealand. You, yeah. you can't play a restrictive game, trying to yeah. take penalties. We they will score, 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 yeah, score five but, tries but they off twenty percent possession. Yeah, they will score more tries. They will score loads of tries. So we have to come back and score tries, and therefore we've got to develop our game to be able to score tries against the top teams. That's what we've got to do. Unfortunately, one thing this autumn that we won't have to contend with is the All Blacks. Yeah. Um, but likewise, as we said, Warren Gatland won't be there to, uh, to kind of build on that summer. So again, as rather predicted, Rob Howley takes over the, uh, the reins for the, um, for the autumn. Dan, start with you. Are you excited by, uh, by Howley taking over again? Um, I don't know whether I'm excited. I think he's, uh, you know, he's, he's obviously going to get the nod there. But um, I, I'm... It'll be exciting to see whether he mixes anything up. I think he'll make some subtle changes. Um, it's probably too risky for him to make anything anything big. We probably don't need to make massive changes. Um, but <clears throat> something I'd like us to see would be to pick... Um, I think Big Ol will get the nod at 10, mm-hmm. definitely. But I'd like to see you know, a real, true rugby footballer in someone like Sam Davis being in the squad. He's, he's a beautifully gifted guy from football. He gets the backs going um, and he works very, very well on the inside shoulder with the forwards. Um, so it'd be interesting just to have him there or you know somebody that can play like that just to mix it up and then we may be able to see a little bit more from the centres coming in it'd be interesting to see if you know Jamie Robertson and John Davis how they would play with somebody like you know Sam Davis in there because Bigger is a lot more structured um, he plays a different style of game mm. that would be a that'd be a big a uh, big one for me to be honest well I think we'll yeah we'll, we'll definitely come on to, to team selection and which players we think will um We'll make that line up and which we'd like to see in there. Um, 
Do you think Hayley's a little bit under pressure going into this? There doesn't seem to be a huge amount of enthusiasm uh, behind uh, behind Hayley from the from the great Welsh public. I don't know why that is, really. I mean, I like a I like a succession plan. It's, this is his audition, really, isn't it? He's auditioning for the gig in mm. 2019, where Warren Gatlin's going to give up. Uh, he's got a full season this time where he didn't have that previously. He just had the Six Nations games, so, so I think that's that's a crucial thing. I, I, I do hope he, you know he uses it wisely and, and makes some changes because you know we, our game needs to evolve. We need to blood some new players in, maybe change the system somewhat. I'd like to see more risk, more reward. We've played similar sort of people in key positions for a long time, so that you know we've had the same sort of you know basic eight to ten, basic you know similar eight to ten players in the last four or five years. That you know if they all leave at the same time, we've got a problem. So we need to think about you know giving experience to some of the younger players who are coming through. And, you know, and again, in the key positions, the 10, 12 position is crucial yeah. for, the, for the way Wales play. And likewise, I think you know we've got a great back row, so it's the front five really, and how mobile the front five can be, can give us that front foot ball, so we can then then ten and twelve can use that ball. That's That's, uh, yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of um, there's a lot of those kind of headaches that he'll uh, they'll have to get into. But I think what you touched upon there is it being an audition. That's very much how I see it. Because if I'm honest, I'm not overly sold on on what Rob Haley is. Has done, you know. Warren Gatlin gets a huge amount of stick for the Warren ball, and yeah, fine, okay. I think now we've we've established it's a little bit, um, it's an outdated style, but it served Wales pretty well. Yes. And, and yeah. the one thing can't that, argue with the, that. exactly, and I think the one thing you can't argue with is kind of the the unity within the squad. Which, if you cast your mind ten years back to the Gareth Jenkins era and yeah. mm-hmm. and before, and the player power and stuff, Gatlin's managed to get rid of that. And I think actually, Howley, you know, he's he has got some talented backs there to work with. And as attack coach, maybe he hasn't quite got them firing. But I'm with you. You know, I, I want to see Wales win. And if he's, I'm more than happy to to be proven wrong over the autumn. So, so win at the expense of style, because you know um, all Eddie Jones has done is is, is win yeah. for England, right? Without you know, they've had some they've played Australia at their lowest point probably. So he's been lucky, um, I think, in my opinion. And they're not played great, but they've won they've won games, and so he's a successful coach. Mm. So if Rob Howley comes in. You know, wins four matches in the autumn, wins Six Nations. That's that's it. Successful addition, but he might not have blooded new yeah. players in. So he, he could he, for him, right? If he's thinking just from his perspective, I've got to win games. I don't care about Welsh development. For me personally, in my career, yeah. if I win my <clears> matches, <throat> I'll get that gig. Well, that's probably what he's thinking as well. He's he's probably he is under a lot of pressure because he yeah. wants that gig. He said he wants it. Um, he, I think he could actually take a lot of pressure off himself if he did mix it up and bring through you know a lot of the young players. Because then he could, you know, at least he can say as well that this is what I'm doing. Not are, these, just... are these Southern Hemisphere sides here for the taking though? Would would uh, would Rob Howley take a nine eight win with no tries over South I, Africa? I, yes. I think he's bite your arm off. We've got such a poor record against Southern Hemisphere teams. Any win is is is, is, is well worth it, especially against Australia. We've mm. had a really poor record recently against them. We should have beat them in the World Cup. We battered their line for 15 minutes. We had 13 players in the World I... Cup. We should have won that game. We didn't. I get over it at some point, <laughs> but um, you know. But I, I think you know. You know. I, I think f- for Wales, they could win all four matches in the autumn, but they could quite easily lose four. You know, and that, that's the thing. So, yeah, it is Rob Halley's audition. Um, I'd like him to take the pressure off himself, and and the WIU should do that as well. And say, look, Rob, why don't we use this year now to blood new players in right to this squad results. 
are important. They're not the be-all and end-all. It's the way we play and give experience to our younger players. So we come to 18, 19, where we want to be playing winning rugby, going to the next World Cup. Those players have got 10, 15, 20 caps. And, there's a, and we've got a um, variety of systems and ways to play rather than sort of a limited sort of game plan we've had previously. That's what I think Wales should do. But if, if Rob Howie go, needs to win games so he gets the job in 2019, he'll be selfish and think, I've got, I'm going to pick the best team for this game now and not think about future developments. And that's two very different ways of doing it, in my opinion. I think he's got that gig, if I'm being brutally honest. And I think this, um, you know, there's been a 19, few... you mean? Yeah. Why? What if, what if he loses six games out of the nine? I think I, it would take I something like well. that. They would take something like that in order for them to reassess, which is why there's been nothing conclusive with yeah. regards to that. But the noise is, you know, again, obviously... Well, why, why about Dai Young? Why about someone like him? Well, I, I, would love, I would yeah. love to see Dai Young get yeah. that. And I think he's got a much richer... Um, CV than, than Rob Howley because he's he's coached outside of Wales he did a great job with Cardiff Blues to take them to that European semi-final and, yeah. um, and lose on penalty kicks which yeah, was, that's, uh, that's bonkers that wasn't uh, it a, a, the most bizarre Williams, thing missing, Martin yeah, Williams yeah, yeah, yeah. the kind of guy I imagine stays behind to practice taking penalty kicks yeah. should the occurrence like occur as well. I feel sorry for him really for that <laughs> yeah no I do but, um, but yeah I think you know someone, someone like Dai Young's got a that pedigree and I think it's this proven. is I think this is kind of why Howley's not necessarily the most the most popular figure at the moment also I think because we haven't played with a talent we've had at our disposal mm-hmm. as you previously mentioned we've not played that sort of flair you know backs game that, we, that we're used to in Wales really and we want to see in Wales the public are demanding it and we seem to be playing a more conservative game where, and that's I think the laws of the game um, don't help that really because mm-hmm. you know, you, you, you it's the risk reward thing I was speaking about earlier you you know, why do you take somebody on the outside? Oh no, I can't do that because if I'm exposed, get isolated. I get isolated yeah. and the ball gets lost. Let's come inside and you know, keep keep the ball. That's all. Get that, but you just want to see people taking people on. I want to see some of the. You know, I'd love to see Matt Morgan. Okay, Matt Morgan defensively might be exposed against some you know, big wings, but going forward, it's so exciting to watch. When you play against Fiji, you woke up. Everyone was on the edge of their seat yeah. when you yeah. had the ball in hand. <clears throat> and you want to see that you can have one player in a team who can do that because that has variety it's he, the unknown isn't it well, he, he got found out didn't he, in the, uh, for, for me in the World Cup I know, yeah, he, I, I know. He, he's, got a, he's got a place in the squad I just think he, he needs to be used in, in the right games your last yeah. 20 player then for you Dan yeah last 20 yeah. minutes we're losing throw something yeah, on la- yeah yeah last 20 throw him on he'll do something um See, I, but, I, there, there is a role it, for him somewhere in that twenty-three. But, it, but it, I just think there's so few in a in a especially in the northern hemisphere where backlines are dominated by giants. Someone who can unlock a defence and is as, you know isn't afraid to do it. But can he defend? At the moment, his defence looks way short of international standard, well, right? But, the, but then he, so does Shane at twenty-four yeah, years he old. He can see the try of the weekend. He's on the try line. He can yeah. miss a tackle. But you know, look, that's you know, I think that's negative planning, isn't it? Anyway, yeah. what is he good at? That, let's pick someone yeah. what they're good at, not what they're bad at. Okay, half the game, admittedly, you're defending. You know, uh, hopefully less than half, but anyway, if you're Welsh. Yeah. But anyway, you well, still need, need, yeah. need if to we score do, tries. If we do change the way we, we play... We need to score tries. Then he can help us score tries, he, I think. Yeah, if we, change, if we change the way we play, then he could, be, he could really fit in. But with the, way we, the way we play at the moment, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have him in the squad. But do you not th- yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he's, he's necessarily going to start, but I, I have him in that training squad. Because if you watch the best rugby that Wales have played under Warren Gatland... It was that 2011 World Cup, right? And the one missing thing is, is you had Shane behind the scrum who could do something out of the ordinary, yeah. and he could he could drag two men in and unleak, un, unlock uh, defence. 
open up space for someone else. And I think that is what's missing because we've got usually two massive wingers. Halfpenny is kind of at 15 and told to kick the leather off the ball. And I think he's got more to him than that. He certainly did have when he started. Um, yeah. And I just think that, you know, someone like that, maybe it's Liam Williams, who's a much, you know, he's much safer in defence. Yeah. And, um, and I think we'll, uh, we shall come on to that as well. And, and that debate will probably run long yeah. and hard lovely wounds um, yeah. <laughs> I think, <laughs> yeah I think it just does it just the way he plays yeah. rugby yeah. heads up rugby you know he's aggressive really physical but he just sees a space and goes for it he actually goes for it and that's what we want to see people doing that I mean yeah Wales have been criticised often and probably quite fairly for not playing what's in front of them mm-hmm. and I think Liam Williams is without doubt the exception yeah. to that because if he sees a gap he will 100% back himself not what the game plan says if the gap's there, I'm on. Yeah, watching those games back against New Zealand, he was he was absolutely outstanding. I mean, they yeah. they they some of the press over there they were saying that this this chap's the real deal. He's the you know he's the guy, and that's them saying that. So yeah, yeah I, I rate him really really highly. So you talking about you know, bigger? I know we've probably gone on to it later yeah. on, but you talking about bigger. Yeah. But if you yeah. if you don't pick bigger, you have to pick halfpenny because you need a goal kicker. Yeah, and Sam Davis couldn't have as a goal kicker under pressure. He probably we don't doesn't know yet. Probably do doesn't have the range, but I think yeah, yeah. you don't know because he's not got it. He's not to my knowledge. He's not got a cap to his name, has he? Who? Sam Davis? No, no, no. And I mean that that again. I think is to come back to the succession planning thing, yeah. which is a much bigger thing. Is surely one of those squads he should have been in and around it. You know, this is a guy who's been playing regional rugby yeah, for two well, full seasons, yeah, yeah, junior player of the year. You know, he's not. It's not like he's just burst through now. He's, he's definitely on the radar, isn't he? But if Liam plays, if Liam plays fifty and half penny pops on the wing, and this is if, if, yeah. if he's deserving yeah. of that place, yeah. Well, well this is it. Anyway, one person we do know that will be involved across the autumn is Howley's new appointment as interim attack coach. Uh, what do we know about Matt Sherritt? I'm going to start with you, Gareth, being our resident, uh, our resident championship expert. Uh, Yes, I think he um, he was at Worcester, wasn't he, for five years, yeah. uh, running their academy, uh, and then went to Bristol, I believe, yeah. and then um, when Danny Wilson was at Bristol, got to know him, liked him, so Danny, ex-London Welsh, obviously, went to um, Cardiff Blues. Well, Dan, Danny's done a job at every Wales-connected region slash club anyway, hasn't he? And he's still he's 35. Yeah. <laughs> he's not really. Um, anyway, but he, look, he looks it anyway, so um, I certainly don't, um, and I'm 35. Anyway... So I think um, yeah, he's taken to Cardiff Blues. Uh, I think you know, from you know from what I've heard, it, you know he's a real detailed man, but gets that across really well to the players. Um, obviously, Cardiff Blues have started the season relatively well this season, won all their games. So I think you know, um, but you know, has he? There's a reason, obviously, that Rob's gone for him mm-hmm. over other maybe more experienced coaches or more or Welsh coaches. So. Um, I mean, the proof's in the pudding, isn't it? Really, we've got to give. Him, you know, we can't really criticise a guy when he's not, really, no. not, done, not done anything yet. So, give him a chance. You know, Stephen Jones at Scarlet is relatively new to coaching. Let, let, let him blood in the Scarlet. See what's <clears> going on. They haven't started the season too well. So, now this guy's only been appointed for the Autumn Internationals. Yeah. So, it's, you know, give him a go. See what happens. Yeah, what do you think? Shrewd for, appointment. Yeah, it's too, I, I can't. I can't. I don't think I, I can comment on it. Really, I mean, it's. Uh, you know how he thinks he's a, he's a he's a top chap, doesn't he? The players seem to seem to really enjoy uh, working with him. You know, obviously there's a lot of, a lot of comments about him being fairly astute, very very tactical. I think it's quite exciting actually to see what he's going to do when he comes in because he's going to want to make his mark. It's 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 a great little, great little note for him on his CV, isn't it? And if he can if he can make a real impact, which he's going to look to do, I think um, I think it'd be really exciting to see what he you know what it, what he what he brings different to the side, to be honest. Um, and Howley. It's, it, this is it's a it's a big big challenge for him, isn't it? So he mm. he wouldn't have made that decision lightly. You know, he put a, must have put a huge amount of thought into that. 
So yeah, be good. Well, Bristol have won the championship for the last five years, but obviously only be promoted yeah. this last season. So um, you know, with no shortage of Welsh players pulling the strings. Yeah, within exactly. that, yeah, no, no, no that line good, up as good, well. Good connection there. Obviously, Howley, not Howley, was his name? Um, Sean. Sean Holly. Sean Holly. Sean Holly was there as well, wasn't yeah, he? Bought so, the Osprey's yeah. Balls, yeah. yeah, this is right. Yeah, yeah. It's one stage you had Ryan Jones, Ian Evans, Twitter, like Goff, a lot of Lions. Down Goff there. was there. Dwayne Peel. Did Goff turn over? Ian Evans, maybe. Ian Evans. Sorry, he's up with those two sometimes. Huge fan of Ian Evans. He's still there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a top banter apparently. He's a terrific player as well. I just think again, you know, if he's if he was playing in Wales, he'd be in that. He'd be in that squad. Yeah, I think he'd be in yeah. there ahead of. Jeff obviously, Paul the first time, obviously <coughs> in the um, autumn internationals, you have the senior player selection policy, haven't you? Or mm. as known as the so-called Gatlin's Law. Yeah, yeah exactly, this, yeah. this time to be enforced. So we're led to believe, well, but with certain yeah. exceptions. Well, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's that sort yeah. of three exceptions, but there's at least seven players captured by the law by yeah. the council. Well, I think they should call it Priestland's Law. Really, it seems like it's <laughs> just been it's been done to, to catch Reese Priestland now, doesn't it? I'm not sure we need him. If yeah. I again, he, he's a player who splits opinion, and um, and yeah. I'm not, I've not been a massive Priestland fan for a for a while. I think I think on his day, right, he's a better player than a lot of other tens, mm. but his day is few and far between. Yeah. So he, and bigger was his mother, Steady Eddie, his consistent kicker, and you know, seemed to bring the best out of the of the, the Welsh backline over yeah. to debate. But um, yeah. I think you know, but I think he bigger stood deeper. Uh, than Priestland and Priest and, you know, maybe like I suppose Arwell Thomas I suppose that's yeah, a little yeah. flair player you know and, and I like those tens I really do and that's why maybe Sam Davis who can, Classic, who yeah. can do that you know, but, you know so just, just stand a bit flatter yeah. but, you know and just absorb the defence or bring the defence onto him to release the backs more that's what you want to see um, I, I like Priestland yeah. Um, yeah I really rate him but he's, he's everyone's obviously confidence is, 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 is big for any player but you can just you can Unfortunately for him, if 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 something doesn't go quite a, doesn't go quite right for him, you can just see his head going, and it spirals as far as I can control. I think if he can control that, because he 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 he, he's, he gets the backs going beautifully. Well, you do see um, tens mature as well, don't you? It's one of those 28, 29, though, isn't he? Yeah, Surely, uh, that, you yeah know, he's uh, not that young. No, no he's. Um, oh, sorry, I'm not saying he's finished at twenty eight. No, 29, I, but, but you know, is there time, an opportunity time to for, get uh, somebody else involved? So, and I'm playing devil's advocate here because yeah. if it's if it's up to me, I'd much rather see us push forward with a Sam Davis in at ten. Yeah, he's um, played well enough, isn't he? To 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 definitely definitely be given a go. I mean, that little. That little drink when he came in when he came into the line on the weekend, yeah. and just had that delayed pass before he got walloped. It was just it was just beautiful. It is, and I, I think it's those it's those things that that will hold him in good stead. And again, even I know we've spoken a bit about bench players already, but mm-hmm. even coming off the bench, someone like that is going yeah. to offer you something different to yeah. what um yeah to what Dan. I think that's is. what a lot of us want. Is we want it to be able to. So when we need to change the game, we actually first of all give the players enough time to be able to change it, not give them ten minutes or twelve minutes. You know, mm-hmm. let's bring Tipperick on for ten. You know, it's very very tall order for him, isn't it? And then to change, if we can actually have a almost like a whole scale change where we can actually make a real impact with all the subs, because you can't do it with the same fifteen. We know that it'd be it'd be fantastic. And we, I actually. For a long time, people have said, "Oh, we, you know, we don't have the play. We don't have the player base. We do have the players that are there. They just need to be given more time and uh, and more experience." Yeah. yeah, but you can have a predetermined substitution plan because sometimes it seems like that in international rugby. Oh, 50 minutes, yeah. and the props come. You know, well, Lancaster change. was roundly yeah. criticised yeah. for yeah. it, like 59, 60, yeah. right, yeah. front row on. And I, yeah, I, I think you've got to play, and very often did it, you know, when he took off his best players just for the sake of it. Well, look yeah. at Eddie Jones, you know, we pulled off the um, Burrell, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, was I, mean, quite, I was quite pleased with Lancaster doing that, Mike. Well, yeah, I was. And, you know, <laughs> I know it's not, um, 
I know we, we talk about right we need to play the best and stuff but yeah. that was something I quite enjoyed about watching England struggle under Lancaster um, so go on I mean we've spoken uh, we've spoken about this in, in pieces already but let's have a look at that at that back line then kind of I guess going into the autumn first of all and then uh, you know a bit further into the future I mean one position where we really don't seem to be struggling is uh, is scrum half to start with Reese Webb nailed on for that position if he's fit yeah yeah, I think I think he's got that position um, locked down. Um, but there's a lot we got. We've, we've got a lot of nines, haven't we? That are that are, that are playing good rugby. Um, Thomas at the Blues, so they look razor sharp when he's played. Obviously, keeping Lloyd keeping Lloyd uh, out to yeah, a degree. Yeah. Lloyd, obviously, great player as well. Um, we got Ali down at uh, down the down at Scarlets yeah. as well. And Gareth Davis. So you free Swim and Gareth Davis. They're both brilliant players, and then they're vying for the top spot. Yeah. I think ever currently. Everyone else is looking for that third spot in the squad, and there's a lot of competition, as we've said there. And I, th- I think someone like Thomas for, Williams would be great to get I'd in love there to see for experience for a third spot. Yeah. For a third spot, yeah. I love yeah. to see Thomas Williams in there. Yeah, he looked, he looked, looked rapid, didn't he? And, and really got the blues moving. And one of those things, the, the kind of the perennial downfall of of uh, days gone by, has been aimless box kicking. Um, and I think Thomas Williams, when yeah. you watch him play, absolutely measured to yeah. the. And again, credit. For this goes to goes to Danny Williams and probably Matt Sherrett as well for the chase that follows it as well. You know this is this is stuff where it's a great yeah. box kick and a really good chase. The to kick follow. is only as good as the chase. Absolutely, yeah, I can't stand aimless kicks and just like forwards sort of ambling along after it. You've got to put chase the purpose. Put the you know the the guys receiving the kick under pressure to make it work. And if that's what they're doing, that's great. But I just love you know I think. Uh, Reese Webb and we, you know, Gareth is great in the World Cup. We yeah. just seem to miss Reese. I think. I, th- I think Reese has got that like an extra two or three percent. That's all it is. Yeah. Yeah, difference. He's got, the ex- he's got that extra. Yeah. Gareth, he, he was he was he was brilliant, wasn't yeah. he? And um, he gave he gave us absolutely everything. Yeah. Um, it's a lovely option to have. try against England. Wasn't bad. Wasn't it? Was I can't it? recall that. Was yeah. it? I don't know. Um, about a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah, under the posts. Yeah, yeah. With Lloyd, <laughs> back, it's coming back to me now. It's coming back to me. With Lloyd Williams for the kick <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. let's let's get yeah. a few of these yeah. scrum halves in the yeah. back line, right? And maybe that's the answer that's to the problem. He's not, big, not, not big winger, played in the wing, put someone through. <laughs> yeah, man, great, yeah. great skill set, great footballer. Yeah, it's all the matter. So we've nailed the scrum half. Scrum half is absolutely nailed, and I think there's some good strength and depth in there. And this is the the big question, or the bigger question, as it should be known. We've mooted both opinions. Dan, that first game, that first test match of the autumn, who are you picking as your 10? I'm picking bigger. Yeah, I, I would love to see I'd love to see Sam Davis featured at some point. I think he actually will be, but yeah, bigger's, bigger's a shoo-in. Gareth? Yeah, I'd probably agree with that, actually. Um, first game up is Australia. Australia. Yeah, yeah, so we want to win that game. So I think so. you've got to go with experience there. See how the game looks after 60 minutes. Yeah. Um, but I'd pick bigger. But you know... The, the, the informed tens really, you know, Bigger's not really featured much in the Pro 12 so far, so it's Anscombe and Davis. Yeah, and they're, yeah. They're, 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 to me, they're the three tens. Yeah, Anscombe's um, going well as well, isn't he? In club 15, but didn't, he didn't have a great tour in the summer, I don't think, Anscombe. No, I mean, no. again, there's, there seems to be this thing where he's flitting around playing. Ten for for the Blues, and then only seems to feature at fifteen. For, Patrick came on fifteen yeah. for a bit. As and well, Patrick came on. I thought Patrick did well at fifteen yeah, actually. Did, did and, um, go well, didn't he? Uh, yeah, there's something about Anscombe. I'm just not. I'm not sure on an international level. Well, just, he's not Welsh. Well, that doesn't help, does it? <laughs> but again, you must you must look at someone like Rhys Priestland, who's who's come through the Blues Academy and has been ousted by someone who's got a quick you know a quick fix that's come from yeah, you know one can only presume big amounts of money. Not yeah. Patrick. 
Not pa- sorry. You mean Patchell? Did, did I say Priestley? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Patchell, yeah, yeah. Patchell's absolutely what I meant. But yeah, so Patchell, um, you know, got every right to feel a little bit aggrieved yeah, about yeah. that, hasn't he? Yeah, it's, he that's that's the, they are the laws that World Rugby created. Uh, that's what you have to, live, you know, other people have made use of them. So that's all he's doing. He can't get into the Kiwi squad. He can get into the Welsh squad. Uh, is it right? I don't feel comfortable with no, it personally. What about you, Dan? How do you how do you feel on it? The uh, the laws of uh, of residency. Yeah, it's, it's if you put. I think you've got to put yourself in 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 the Welsh boys' shoes, and they would be they'd be feeling hard done by. You know, Patchell. You know, he must he must be really really disappointed at the fact that he had he had to go. Yeah. You know, he, he's and he's and he's a top quality player as well, but he he had to leave his his home club um, to go off to go off to the Scarlets. I, I think it, yeah. doesn't, it just doesn't seem right, does it? When you know, Anscombe's been been absolutely backed, so he he kind of knows what however he performs. He's 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 gonna he's gonna be pushed. He's gonna be boosted because we've invested so heavily in him. I I I, I don't think it's right. I think Patrick went to Scarlets for the money and and, and to play ten. I playing ten, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, he, but he's only really been. He, there's no way he could have ousted Anscombe from that position on form. I think Anscombe is just he's nailed on into that position because so much has been invested in him. And I don't. I think it's more of a political decision than okay. than a money, but. You know, you know, if he wants to go and join the Scarlets and play ten, I, I don't think you yeah, blame him. No, no, no. Actually, no, no, that that back line yeah. is, well, is pretty good, isn't yeah. it? You know, even though they're not firing, Although it's not fired. No, yeah. but I think yeah, it will you know, on paper they're yeah. firing. Yeah, um, but and, not, not in person. And Anscombe does show glimpses of brilliance, and I think he just he's, it is a different game over here, isn't it? It's very, very different. You know, <laughs> when you have to look at the look at the weather, really, but. He, um, I'd. I don't. Know, you see some of those provincial games in New Zealand where it's hammering it down. Horizontally, down in Wales. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I'm, when I when I moved up to London, I came up with a car full of umbrellas, and uh, it still doesn't <laughs> rain much, is it? No. Um, I Anscombe, he, he could he could be quality. He could be a quality ten, but I think in the Welsh, he need to he need to be given a run. Um, and I, I don't know whether I don't know whether he's going to be given. He's able. down the pecking order of ten. Yeah. So you say now, Dan, and you're saying that you'd go with bigger, Patchell, Davis, or would you go, or would you have? What, no, what, I, who are your three fly halves in that squad then? Yeah, my my three my three outside halves would be bigger, Priestland and uh, and Sam Davis. But is Priestland gonna if if you pick Priestland, then you'll have to yeah. you'll have to relinquish. Well, this is maybe yeah. if Toby's. Not going to be fit in time. Yeah, Moriarty for me. Um, he's okay, I think. Because Moriarty's he's okay because he's not within yeah. that. Because he was signed for Gloucester already. Yeah, he? it's essentially it's Toby, yeah. George, George North, Jamie, and Jamie Roberts, yeah. who are the the kind of and Reese obviously. So one has yeah. to one they have to uh, not select. Or or if if, if Toby's not going to be fit. Yeah, but I don't think I think if you're looking yeah, for the future, I, I, yeah. you've got to go. You know, if you don't like Anscombe, you go Patchell Davis and have bigger. And then you got to you got to blood those. You that'd be my, that'd be my choice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, likewise for the record, I'd be going Dan Bigger into uh, into ten as well. So in that we're first all agreed on that. Bit. Okay. I think so. I, again, you know, it's all very well us say, saying Rob. We want to win. Rob we want to beat yeah. be Australia. That's but what it, we want to do. Yeah. But how, how long has it has it been since that? And how many yeah. near misses have we had He's during that many. time? He's the it man is. to get us to win as well. We can, you know, we all we all you know love these beautiful footballers, but he is he is we got him. He is outstanding at what he does. Yeah. Well, he, he, is, he controls he's, he's, the controls the game, yeah, but I just think that you know, it's, he's conservative. That's all, and but you know that that's the, what he is, and that's fine. But I think we need to, you know we need to play a more expansive game. Yeah, when and, the time is right. Yeah, and then you know, but we want to, the key thing is we want to beat Australia. I think yeah. to beat Australia, you can't put Sam Davis in the ten, no, or no. any of the other tens. You have to put bigger yeah. in there. Yeah, possibly a chance for for blood in a day. I mean, we have to see if Davis makes the squad first, um, but. 
possibly a chance for him uh, to get some action against Japan or Argentina, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Although, yeah, I, uh, yeah, you've got to give him experience. You can't yeah. just pick him in the squad and not, not, not play him. I think yeah. Argentina would be too uh, too big a game for him to uh, to stop. I think yeah, against Japan, he, sh- he should be given a nod. Okay, well, we'll find out. But again, I suppose half the or part of the problem is is kind of what you got outside you as well. Mm. Do we need more creativity outside whoever we pick at ten? You know, if it is bigger or Davis or whoever, do we need more from uh, from the centres? Well, a lot of teams now seem to be picking. Two tens, don't they? Yeah, you know, ten, yeah you know, for a yeah. ten and twelve. Yeah, and Roberts certainly isn't that. You know, whether you can switch him to thirteen and play, put a Davis at twelve, I, I don't know really. But um, as in Jonathan Davis, yeah. not Sam Davis, just to have two ball players next to each other. But you know, Roberts has, has been very, very effective, mm-hmm. and, I, and I love to see him going forward. Yeah. I'd like him to find a few more gaps yeah. and people. But you know, and people can play by his hands. He's still, he's still, he's a great player, Roberts, and he's only twenty nine. You know, he's, he's, he's a been, lion. He's, he's, he's been you know, he's seventy caps. He's a big game loads player conse- as well. Yeah. Loads of consecutive appearances in Six Nations. I really like him, but you know, um, we just seem to be too settled on Roberts and Davis. We need to grow that depth again. I keep going on about yep. it. So we need to give experience to people in that. So yeah. they've had Corey Allen playing, but he hurt himself before the World Cup. Yep. Scott Williams, it's got quite a few caps. I mean, I, yeah. th- I think Scott Williams, um, and we were saying this just before yeah. we came on out. Huge fan. Yeah, likewise. I mean, again, he's, he can't get in the Scarlet side at the moment, so I don't know what, quite what's going down there. I know Hadley Parks has been has been very good for them, but what a, Scott Williams signing that was, wasn't it? But yeah, absolutely. But Scott Williams is a is a match winner, and he's done it in big games. For Wales. So you'd play him at twelve. I'd be Davis tempted 13. to experiment with it. Yeah, drop Roberts. No, I would probably, I probably at the moment. I would I would rest or or drop Jonathan <laughs> Davis in one of those games. Yeah. I think you've got to, I think you've got to experiment yeah. with it and I, see and see these variations. It's a great double act of Roberts and Davis, aren't they? They've been you know they, I know that you know they just play they play well together. I think and when they're yeah. on form, those two they're great. You know so they know each other. They, they, they go forward from Roberts, the guile from Davis, and we miss I'd and love we to missed see a bit him. more of that. Though. We missed him in that Australia game in the World Cup. Yeah, Jonathan Davis definitely. If he'd have played. Would have scored with a batter in their line. I would, but Scott Williams missed that game as well, didn't yeah, he? Scott yeah. was out of that, but and yeah. I would have backed Scott Williams more than any other player in that back line to spot what's in front of yeah. him and, and take he's, it on. He's, he's 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 built like a bull, isn't he, Scott Williams? He's like the build of a prop. He's very quick, and he's and he does create he does create something almost out of nothing. So I think we'll stick with uh, with uh, Jonathan Davis and Jamie Roberts, and then if we can have if we, if we can bring him off of the bench. And that, that for me is perfect. But you don't tend to have a centre on the bench anymore, really. I think that's, that's, that's the only thing I'd say. And then you have three, yeah. three backs, yeah. you have a scrum half, fly half, and a wing. I suppose if you've, got, if you've got Sam Davis who can cover full back, can, yeah. you, have, can you have Davis to cover, yeah. uh, sorry, Williams to cover the centre? Yeah, yeah, you could. You could <laughs> do that. Push. Yeah, um, we've maybe. seen, you know, Jonathan Davis could probably play in the wing anyway, so he's, just, he's that footballer who could play. Yeah. Anywhere. I'd like to hear a bit more from Jonathan Davis actually because I think he's got more in his locker than because again you see, you see the commentators on TV always talk about Williams and Davis as being you know the same kind of player as Roberts and it's our oh, big strong centres you know what you're getting I think both Williams and Jonathan Davis have got more in their armoury yeah. than that I think they're they're players who've actually got a bit of like you said a bit of guile yeah. and a bit of football in a bit of great left foot Jonathan yeah, Davis yeah, that beautiful left pass on the weekend just it was did you see that? Oh, the little, uh, yeah, yeah, for me and Williams. It was, it, was, yeah. it, was, it was lovely, yeah. Just that deft little yeah, he's, touch. He's a real footballer, isn't he? Yeah, and I'd like to see that. I'd yeah. like to see, you know, if you see, if you see him playing more yeah. more like that, and he's getting used to playing back in the Scarlets again after, yeah. A, yeah. Um, you know, a little a little bit of time out in France, I think, um, yeah. you know, hopefully there'll be more to... Be Outside more to of the centres we mentioned, though, it's, it's, we, are, we are short of a few, aren't we? we could, you know, we spoke beforehand about um, Ashley Beck, you know, he yeah. seems to be 
seems to be injured, you know, more than he's more. And than I love Ashley Beck because I think he's again he's such a he's got such a great footballing brain on him. Yeah, he's, he's a real really, footballer, but he's he struggled so much with injury, and I think he's yeah he looks as if he's he's carrying injuries now, doesn't he? He, he always does, playing, but and it's a real shame. And I think he's probably his yeah. pace has suffered a bit as a result of that as well. You know, he's yeah. never the most rapid of players. I think he's come back at maybe a yeah. little yard slow, which is a real shame. Just a lovely baller, Tyler Morgan. Like, yeah, again, as a as a as a Dragons fan, I really rate Tyler Morgan. Um, he's been given a couple of opportunities for Wales, and I don't think we've really seen the best of him yet. Yeah, not yet, not yet. I think, but you know, we're talking about awesome internationals. So I think for me, you've, you've got to just go with the, the players we've mentioned. Really, I think you know, it should be Scott Williams, Jonathan Davis, Jamie Robertson, and maybe Corey Allen. Really, in there. So you know, whether Allen's the one I don't think has has kicked on in the last couple of years. I'm not sure how much more improvement there is from Corey Allen. Um, and again, I know he struggled with injuries, so it's probably being a little bit harsh. But some people, some people step up into international rugby, and others don't. So we, not that, he's not had the opportunity to do that really yeah. properly. So I think you know, he's got he, many caps he's had. I think know. he's going to be one of those chaps that just that, that continually picks up injuries. Like he's playing now, he looks a little bit lacklustre. I think he's again he's carrying injuries. Someone like Owen Watkins might be uh, yeah might be again. quite interesting to have a knock. He's um, I think he's a Jane College boy. Um, yeah, and uh, under twenties Grand Slam yeah, winner as yeah. well. Big, powerful. He might it'd be. Be quite nice again, to see a little bit from. Well, here, again, it's about putting you know the next generation, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. you, you give, you've yeah. got to look at squad places for those yeah. twenty minutes against Japan, you know, this sort of thing. You know, it, that, that's the important thing yeah. for these guys to get experience. But yeah, he's, he's, you're right; he's a big lad, isn't he? On that, yeah. Oh, I was going to say what you might be saying now, Ben John. Well, I yeah, I like Ben John. Um, I think he's, um, I think he's got, uh, he's strong, he's powerful, everything that fits the the kind of the yeah. Warren Bourne mould. But again, I think he's got a little bit more to him yeah, than that. He's a good finisher. He's yeah. He's got a little slight, you know. He runs good lines as well, rather than just crashing straight yeah. into people. He had a really good end. He had a really good end to the season last year. I think there was a run of five games where he, he scored pretty much every game. And I remember saying, you know, be, I wonder if he's going to get a get a nod, you know, get a tip for the tour. But he didn't. But um, he started. He's, he's off to a flyer again, isn't he? He is. Um, and he, yeah, he does he does look as if he's got some real some real rugby football skills. So he might be he might be there or thereabouts as a bit of a wild card, actually. Well, so yeah. with, you know, we're speaking here, there's quite a lot of choice, really. You think, so you said one minute you say there's not I think a lot there's of choice a, outside there. I think there's a lot of choice for that one berth, yes, probably, isn't I it? Yes, I agree with that. There's, there's three centres nailed on, and it's time to yeah. look what we can do, really. So, if it, you know, I said Corey Allen, probably the wrong choice, but from what you guys are saying, it's maybe get a youngster in there and see, yeah, see what happens. I'd, I'd, I'd yeah, I'd like to see it. And I, I, yeah. again, I'm probably a bit biased. <laughs> But I'd love to see Tyler Morgan get that just to get that bit dragons. of yeah, and just to get there's, a there's bit not a lot of dragons in here at the moment. But when you come not, to wings, you well, got Amos somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. So let's let's no. move on to wings. Um, and again, it's somewhere where the last year or so we've we've kind of suffered with, like we said, Lloyd Williams arguably having the best moment of a <laughs> yeah. that a put Welsh wing has had. Put him in there, Cowbridge boy. He looked uh, <laughs> he looked he looked fit for the fit for purpose, didn't he? In that second half, I mean, yeah. he um, he really did. But outside of that, I mean, obviously North. I don't think we need to. We need to discuss George North, really, do we? I mean, that's his shirt. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think he struggled for 12, 18 months when he moved to the Premiership. In terms of when he came back to the international fold, yeah. I think he'd lost his mojo. You know, um, you know, he seemed to take the wrong decisions and not back himself at mm-hmm. times. So he seemed to lose confidence in his try scoring ability and just would come inside and see contact and recycle the ball rather than going. Actually, do you know what? I'm fast. I'll beat you. And, um, but he seems to have recaptured that in the start of the season for Northampton. 
So you're right. You know, he's a, he's, a, he's 24 or 50 yeah. caps. Ridiculous, right? So he had a good. He, he went he's, well in New Zealand, didn't he? He's he in. He looked. He's he in, looked yeah. like he was kind of yeah, back to his George of old. Back to the George yeah. of old. And his, I think, his defense has been questionable, yeah. in my opinion, over the last 18 months as well. But he seemed he seemed to sort that out on the on the New Zealand. I'd trip. love to see him if we're talking about altering the style of play, but not necessarily altering the personnel. I'd love to see George take gaps more than you know. You said yes. about Roberts. Yeah, yeah. He's such a you know because while Roberts doesn't have the the pace but can get through the gap, George North can beat a man and can be through because he's such a balanced runner and he's genuinely quick with it. Yeah. He could be he can beat a man in a corridor. Definitely. <laughs> I'd love to see him do that yeah. rather, rather than beat a man up in a corridor. Um, well, sorry, do that. Um, anyway, but then we've got obviously Tom James as the informed winger, really. Um, he's got he's got to deserve a crack, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But again, I like Amos. Yeah, Amos, you know, is um, you know being given the captaincy of Newport the weekend. Um, I'd like to see him giving a go as well. Um, and I've mentioned, you know, I've mentioned Morgan. I really like Matthew Morgan. Just that, yeah, that you know. Um, Gives you something different, I think. Could you play him on the wing? I know he's played his, you know, ten and fifteen, the vast majority of his of his game time. Could you play? Could you pick he, him on the wing as a wild card? I think, but you know, he's got that sort of again. He's that um, he's, he's quick. Okay, his defence questionable, admittedly, but going forward, he has an element of surprise. Yeah, he can play full back because Williams is full back. Yeah. Liam Williams is full back. You know, so I think to me, but Morgan obviously can cover wing 10, 15. So is that? That guy on the bench, maybe yeah, good, twenty yeah, minutes to go. Yeah, we're, we're losing, you know. We wouldn't bring him on to shore things up. <laughs> You'd bring him on because we're losing, and he'll give us make, a difference and make and make a difference, which is a key thing for me. So I, I think he could be deserving of a place in the twenty-three. You know, I would say. Well, Shane started off a scrum half, didn't he? And, yeah, uh, well, and, and then and then he moved him out. So famously went to the the O three World Cup as third choice scrum half yeah. and went on to be Wales all time leading try scorer. Amazing performances there, weren't there in that. Yeah, again, but, but again, I think performances that we look back on with with rose tinted specs and didn't get didn't get the result in that New Zealand game or that England game. Yeah, um, we did score more tries than England. We in did the yeah, final three tries to one, but that tries yeah. don't win your matches always, do they? No, it doesn't. <laughs> clearly, um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, yeah, Hallam Amos, I you know I'm a big fan of, and and uh, I'm, I'm pleased he's sticking around at the Dragons or so it so yeah. it seems. Um, I just I I didn't think he went that well in New Zealand yeah I think think for his development you know I I do think at the moment you know it never hurt Toby sticking around at the Dragons for for God knows how many years in fact I think the fact that more often than not that scrum's going backwards probably held him in good stead for for making those hard yards when you need him most but um, yeah I think you know he's still got a lot of rugby to to learn Hallam Amos I just worried a little bit about how he went in New Zealand he looked a bit a bit yeah. naive at times yeah. um, defensively and, and he showed glimpses didn't he of, of brilliance so I think he, we just need to give him we just give him more, give him more time yeah exactly because um, I agree with you because how can you be you know you can't perform like a seasoned professional or inter- no, no. with no international experience you've got to get the experience and yes well, he's got to make mistakes and they're the tools to make mistakes yeah. on you know you yeah. obviously want to win every game you can't always do that get your experience in and learn from them and then you when he's got 10 caps sorry Dan you get yeah. when he's got 10 caps he's got more experience and he might not, might not make those mistakes if he makes those mistakes when he's got 10 caps you won't get picked again mm. well going from yeah going from going from the Dragons you know playing the Pro 12 to playing someone like that he's gonna just the fact that he showed some some, some moments of, 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 of real ability he's, he's got it isn't he he just needs he just needs more time playing at that level because that's such a step up I'm sure he'd say that, you know. He just need, he just needs more. He just needs needs to be backed more and given more time, doesn't he? Yeah. I, think, I think he is. I think it's one of those positions where there is 
um, there is a chance for that. I mean, it's, it's probably going to be harder now. We'll, we'll come onto this with with Halfpenny being being back after a long stint on the sidelines yeah. and, and Liam Williams in great form and stuff as well. But if there's one position we have struggled in the last couple of years, it's been on the wing. Yeah. Um, man we haven't mentioned, Alex Cuthbert. Mm. I mean, obviously picked up a picked up a knock the week before last. Mm. Um, if he's fit, does he get in that Welsh squad? Uh, not f- not for me at the moment. I think Tom James has to be has to be given a place. If we don't if we don't pick players that are play- that are playing at the very top of their game, then I think people will get disillusioned. Mm. And it it just it's just got to be done, isn't it, for competition? He would he would he would have a nod for me. Um, Liam Williams obviously an absolute shoe in for for fullback, and George North on the other wing. But um, so he's played half penny. He's on he's on fifteen for you then, no? Half-penny. No, not the moment. really. Uh, it's a bit cool. It is, but I mean, yeah. I mean he's only it's just, he's playing now. You know, he's had five, six games for um, too long. Um, you know, I'm not sure where I'd put him in the team. Yeah. If yeah. I'd put him in the team, yeah, I haven't made my mind up. We, but, um, I mean, Liam, Liam, Will- Liam Williams is guaranteed to be in that yeah. 15, right? Yeah. But is it on the wing or is it at fullback? Full fullback for me. Likewise, he's, he's too influential. He's got to be on the ball. He's 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 the man, isn't he? Heads up rugby. Yeah, that's that's what he does. Yeah. And you know, I think halfpenny seems to be sort of pre-programmed rugby player to me. Great, obviously, great kicker, but we need, need more than that now, a fullback, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think defensively sometimes, uh, a bit suspect, I would say, to the way he puts yeah. his head and he's tackling. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he'll inevitably yeah. make the tackle and then miss six weeks with injury off yeah, the back of Yeah, especially with the way in which we play, where we're, we are we are very, very structured. He just completely takes us apart and so much happens off the off him, whether it be an offload, a line break. Um, and, you know, we could talk about his defence. He's, he's, he's got absolutely everything. He's quick. He 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 has to play fullback. Yeah, halfpenny's pretty quick as well. We're forgetting that really. When he yeah. scores, yeah. when he breaks for Lions yeah. and thirteen, that sort yeah. of thing. That's, that's just what I'd love yeah. to see more yeah. from him. He missed, he does that run that were missing, didn't it? That were missing in the last yeah. year when he was fit. Yeah, uh, he's had lots of injuries now. So yeah, it'd be in the squad. I mean, it's what, what, what do you do? You know, I mean, you talk about Cuthbert. I wouldn't put Cuthbert in the squad. You know, um, do you play halfpenny, halfpenny and North on the wings, or do you put Tom James in the wing? No, it's, I don't it's, think it's, we can leave out Tom James. I'll tell you what, yeah. though, what a, um, great, it's what a great problem to have, though. Yeah. You know, we've got that much quality, you wouldn't put half penny into your 15. Yeah. Cuthbert as well, I, I think he needs just he needs more game time. Take the, pre- take the pressure completely off him. Don't, don't even talk about him you know, being, being near the Welsh side. And then just let him, let him, let him get back to what he, you know, what he was good at. Because you know, look back at the tries he scored. He is an out-and-out finisher. Um, he's done brilliantly well for Wales. And he just needs to get back to what he, you know, what he's good at. Yeah. Really, get some game under under his belt. He does, and I, I think he's he has got a kick on a bit now, though. Yeah. And I think it's you know it's hard to ask him to do that in an international shirt when he's been so yeah. low of low yeah. of form and confidence. And you could see it, you know, in the, yeah. in the Six Nations, his head was dropping. And you felt sorry a bit for him, didn't you? Because all you know, all the, all you know, the crowd are on him. You, you turn to someone, they're saying something bad about him, and he's all he's doing is trying to do his best. I that you know the way the Blues are playing now, he'll probably seek a lot of confidence just from you know just from winning, um, and it'll I think he'll 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 then you know probably give him another another sort of you know three months of consistent games, and he'll be right he'll be right right back in the fold again. Then we'll have another really really top class winger in the in the mix. We'll see because that's the bit that's the bit for me. I'm not sure whether he is a real top class winger or he was. Playing some top class form yeah. at the start of his rugby and hasn't yeah. really. Hasn't I, I don't think he's a typical Warren Gatlin section, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. You know, I don't have to speak ill of anyone. He, he was big, strong, very, very quick. You know, made some great running lines, but sometimes his distribution, you know, would yeah. be in question. But, you know, under pressure again, it's about skills and the fatigue. 
No, this is what he. Yeah, he, he doesn't. Would, he doesn't have that absolute skill set, I suppose. No. But what he is good at, he's he was he was one of the best at. Yeah, no, he, he is. But opinion. I think I think his time. He's had his time. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. he can come back if he's yeah. playing brilliantly. Of course, yeah, I fully totally agree with you. Yeah, totally so you. good. Okay, all right then. Into the uh, into the pack now. I suppose there's a bigger question here, and rather than just kind of going straight into our eight and who we'd ha- we'd have in that in that side, oh, yeah. and that is how important is it to have more than just grunt up front? How much do we need a few ballers in that in that pack as well? I'll start with you on that one, Gareth. Um, very important. Okay, we need you know we need an aerobic, grunting, skill-based forward pack, don't we? Going going forward, I think. You know, we've, um, we haven't got enough ball players in there. I really don't think we have. Um, um, and we need to evolve the way we play. But we've got to win our set piece. Yeah. You win your set piece, you're going forward. But in the loose, I think we, we can do more. You know, I mean, Alan Wayne Jones is brilliant, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we just need more players. I think Scott, Scott Baldwin's great in the loose. You know, Tipperick, Valletto, Moriarty. Um, these players are fantastic. We just need more of these. So, you know, we've got to win, I say, we've got to win our set piece. But going forward, we've got to be able to do what New Zealand do and their front five. Their front five are like backs for any other country. It seems to me like we've got plenty of options of good footballers who all play at seven. I think James Davis is, you know, could play in the centre. Yeah. Um, Justin Tipperick is a is an outside half on his day. Maybe we can um, more passive scrums and pop them all in. Oh, let's just do that, yeah. <laughs> We've been um, laughing then, wouldn't we? Let's, let's start. Let's start. Um, let's start at that very front then, with the front row. And um, for me, Lou said there's only one choice, and that's Gethin Jenkins. Yeah, I think yeah. write write him off at your peril. This guy just does not want to seem to give up international rugby, and the the way he's played in the last. In the last six or seven months, he looks younger than ever, doesn't he? He's yeah. had a, he's had he's a couple f- of facials, I think. And he's um, <laughs> he's been thirty three for five years. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I, I, I like him. He, he, he's um, he's still very mobile. Yeah, you know sometimes the scrummaging has been, but anyway, you know, sometimes referees get on his back. But I re- I like him. I like you. I really like Ethan Jenkins. But I I think again that's that's going to be the thing is particularly against you know South Africa and probably Argentina as well. If the scrum comes under pressure. Then all of a sudden it starts to change, and we go, Gethin, is he good enough anymore?" But the referee, it's a big part of the game. But the referees know as well. They they know you know the, the front rows. They know what they're good at, what they're not good at, and they're looking out for it. And that's the problem. So yeah, a lot of the time, I, I feel he's been unfairly penalised as well. Yeah, um, he's he's the man. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, I think I think we're all pretty unanimous on that. Um, Hooker might be slightly different one. You mentioned Scott Baldwin being good in the good in the loose. Um, I think Scott Baldwin's a good player. He's neat and tidy, but there's something I like about Ken Owens. He's a raw kind of yeah, energy. cannonball energy to that bloke. That I think uh, that I think again, if you're looking for you know an exciting brand of rugby, which because we're not Rob Haling, we haven't got to win games. We can do. Yeah, I'd love to see him get a crack uh, get a crack start in a game. Yeah, I'd, I'd start him. He's like a bouncy ball, isn't he? Um, the thing is, he does seem to work very well with uh, with having Scott Baldwin there. Um, who does put in a big, big shift, doesn't he? He's a big bloke as well. I think he's about 19 stone, isn't he? Um, so he really firms up the scrum. I think with with, with the props either side. But I'd go with I'd go with um, with Cannonball starting, yeah. um, and have Baldwin uh, Baldwin coming on thereafter. Okay. Yeah, they both put in a big shift. You're going Baldwin? I'll probably do the other way around. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ken's got a good singing voice. You need him on the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you sing, that. when you're winning. Yeah. <laughs> 
into um, the into the second. Oh, sorry, into the uh, into the tight heads. Uh, it's only it's only really Samson Lee, isn't it? Is there anyone else we could consider here? Any left field selections? Probably. Uh, well, yeah. mentioned, I know we haven't, we've, obviously the players people who have played in the as props in the last sort of year have been Rob Evans and Tom Francis. I know we're not always in that position. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Rob, Rob Evans, I think, is set to is set he's, to miss through injury, injury yeah, yeah. which is, and again, I think he's probably the one for he's the one for going forward. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of yeah. when Gethin retires, aged forty eight. Yeah. Um, I think Rob Evans is, you know, is of a similar kind of mantle. Really, he's good in the loose, yeah. and he'll, le- you know, he'll he's learn really playing with Gethin as well, won't he? You Adam know, Jarvis. Well, I mean, um, he's a with France now. He won't get picked, will he? Yeah, but I mean, again, they must have seen something in it because it's not. Aaron Jarvis has never played particularly excited me when I saw his name on the team sheet. You know, yeah, to he's be, never, to be he's never, yeah, honest. He's, he's never, yeah, he doesn't look as if he's, he's having sort of absolutely top quality games. But then if the French are going to, if they're going to pick him up now for their scrummaging, then he must be doing something yeah. right. He had 50 minutes on the weekend, he looked looked all right. Yeah. Um, but he I mean, be to go back to the strength and depth thing as well, though, I think this is where Wales really struggle, yeah. is it is strength in Key positions, mm. and I think props is is undoubtedly one. Props you know. on hooker, really. I think. I think to yeah. me, it's the front row. I think we've got plenty of options really for second row. I, I think we have anyway. But um, yeah, Reese Gill is an interesting yeah, Reece, one. Reese Gill, the Blues Blues um, forwards have gone well, haven't they? He's um, he's getting around the park as well. Again, he's a, he's a player. He's only had a, f- a handful of international yeah. kind of chances. But I remember a game against Ireland in the. 2012 Grand Slam winning side when Gethin was out injured he yeah. came in and went really well yeah. and I just think again he probably suffered a little bit from playing at Saracens playing and there, yeah. out, of, out of sight exactly. I think he'll be he'll be there or thereabouts um, okay. we, we, again we've got to blood these players in haven't we we've got to yeah. use, use these internationals to have a look at different players and so you know we've whilst we want to win some of, you know, some of the games or all the games yeah. we've got to blood these players in well, and Nick, give, give them that experience talking of yeah blood them in Nicky, you know, Nicky, Nicky Smith, Smith the Ospreys yeah. he um you know he's, he's fantastic in the loose isn't he he had a what did he have he's, he had a game didn't he was it about two year and a half two years ago yeah he did and he came under a fair bit of pressure but he looks he looks great he's only going to get better if he's exposed to that level of scrummaging again yeah um, there's a couple of boys at the um, Scarlet as well isn't Paul it? James who better not forget as well yeah. you know again yeah, I think a man who'd play he'll go well won't he any of those yeah. any of those positions given half a chance he'd, yeah. uh, he'd bite your arm off for them I think an underrated player as well Paul James I think you know he's, yeah. he's had good days on the tight heads and he's a converted yeah, loose head great. I think Great, great servant, exactly. Uh, into second row, plenty of plenty of options there. Who would you play with, Alan Wynne Jones? Luke Charles, hundred <laughs> percent. Honestly, I, I yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say he's as important as Alan Wynne Jones. You are now a that, Dragons fan. I am right, but I don't think that's what it is no, because I'm, he's played his best rugby he since is, leaving the Dragons. He's incredible, isn't he? The octopus. Yeah, he's, he's like he's that. Great is that is that's so, been such a difference. Um, yeah. You know, I suppose the laws have changed a little bit now to. Uh, potentially stop that driving more being as. But he was great, and coming through the middle with his long levers, yeah. getting get yeah. in there. He's so disruptive, yeah. isn't he? He's, yeah. yeah, I he is brilliant, brilliant play. I, I I've got a feeling though that um, it might be uh, Alan Wynn and Bradley. Well, they possibly I could see that you know but, as as he did it yeah. uh, as Gatland did it at Twickenham a year yeah. ago. Um, but I would go. I'd 100% go Charis. I'll tell you what, I think, you know, Alan Jones is, is nailed on to start, right? And, yeah. and quite rightly. Yeah. Um, but I think Bradley Davis has got a, a, a little bit of work to do here. And, and the, the Ospreys forwards were found out last week. Yeah, they got yeah. an absolute shoo-in. Um, or Leinster. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they were so first, half, first half, especially. Blown away. And yeah. I think after that, Leinster could take their foot off the, the pedal a bit. And the scoreline probably flattered the Ospreys yeah. a bit. And they had the game wrapped up. Yeah. yeah. And, I th- you know, I think that was... 
that was kind of a bit of a wake up call and mm. I think you know that's probably not going to hold um, that's not going to be the best uh, audition for Bradley Davis playing in a game like that but he is undoubtedly a talented player and um, and, a, and a hard nut as well which I think you know you need plenty of Yeah. so it's probably what one spot up for grabs in the uh, in the uh, in the squad if we if we've got those three Jake and then in Ball. the training squad or yeah. would, would you try and get you know try because I don't know how old he is though how, is he I mean Jake Ball's been knocking around 20s, a little yeah. while so probably yeah mid to late yeah, he's 20s. still got a fair, bit, a fair yeah. bit of time in him isn't he he has Alan wins what 30 31 Alan yeah. caps, so he's got another four years maybe in him yeah so. again you, it depends if he's been uh, if he's training he's with just Justin Jenkins in, he's he might just coming into the right time for a second really isn't he Alan? yeah I mean and he's got so much experience <laughs> but um, yeah but yeah again Jake Ball's not really excited me in recent times I think again he's a he's a Dependable player. He's not. He's not a first choice. No, but, but yeah. things can change so quickly. Yes, and, um, you get one injury before the before the autumn international start. You get one in that first game. Then you're down to Bradley, Bradley Davis and Jake Ball. Then, and put, then you're yeah, playing. Yeah. And then you're playing South Africa. Yeah, he puts in a massive shift, doesn't he, Jake Ball? When he yeah. comes on, I, I think Jake Ball will get will okay. get a nod. Someone like Roy will. Thornton, someone like that at uh, yeah, yeah at the Ospreys. Yeah, yeah. twenty one. Um, he's a big lump, isn't he? Six seven. Maybe we could so, so, I see, bring this, someone in like that. All this thing about, but I don't want to eat bulk, right? I want people to say he's a really skillful footballer. Yeah, he's a great forward. He's got great, yeah. great going forward, and he's a skillful player. All this thing about bulk and this whole thing about we're trying to get away from now. Ban the gym. Ban the gym. Get <laughs> fit. Yeah. Playing rugby. Yeah. Not in a gym. Yeah. I can't understand that because it's actually not a great message to to, to children. You know, go go and bulk up. Go and do this. Go and put some kilograms yeah. on. No, yeah. get a better. Be a better rugby player. Well, the great the great example and the great advert for that at the moment is this All Black side, right? Which some people have, as I think always happens with when sporting sides dominate, have started to say, "Well, is it a bit boring watching the All Blacks?" I don't think there's anything boring about watching that. You watch Dane Coles and and that skill set he's got. There, yeah. You can argue what you know they're they're playing another sport as far as yeah. I'm concerned. The way they accelerate into contact and take it on their own terms and recycle the ball so quickly. And just just when in the red zone they score, yeah. I just, I, they are a great team to watch. I, I was really proud of Wales in the first two tests, mm. how we mashed them in sixty minutes both tests. Just you know that extra quality, extra fitness, skill set, all that sort of thing. Hopefully, we can develop over the next two or three years by choosing you know the right players, giving the right experience to some of the youngsters, and we can just slowly evolve our game to take them on for eighty minutes. It also it also improved the. If we do bring through a few more of these youngsters, it'll also improve the league at which they're playing in because they'll, you know, they'll they'll be in the camp, they'll come back out, they'll they'll they will have gained a huge amount of uh, knowledge just from being around those boys, and then they'll come back in, they'll feel more confident, it'll go and it'll go on from there. Um, I I I probably throw someone in, you know, like a bit of a wild card in the second row because we know yeah. what a lot of these second rows are going to do. I I think if um if again if I'm going for a wild card in the squad, that's where I chuck Thornton into the mix. Because um, again, it's not if, if Jake Ball was playing brilliant rugby, and, and he has had some times where he's been really good form. But at the moment, the Scarlets pack in the first few games mm-hmm. have been getting munched up. Yeah. And I think you know, let's let's have a look at Thornton as a as a as a squad choice in there, and maybe get the nod uh, against Japan possibly. Yeah, give him experience. Right back row. This is where it. Uh, this is where it becomes some very tough mm-hmm. choices indeed. Um, we've mentioned footballers. People with great ability in terms of offloading and, and playing what's in front of them. No one's mentioned Dan Lydiot's name. Is uh, is Dan's time up? You know, is this is this kind of the end of of the the Lydiot Warburton Fanatau axis? I still can it be an axis with three people? I don't. <laughs> know. I um, 
I wasn't going to mention him in my in my starting uh, starting back row, yeah. but I don't think it, I don't think it's the end of him. No, he just needs he just needs to adapt the game a little bit more and start carrying. You know, really improve on his carrying, just so we can offer something a little bit different. Mm. If we are going to compete with, and we need to look at you know New Zealand and people like that, something that offers just something a little bit different because a lot of people know what he can do but when he does it when he does it well he is the, he is one of the most effective at that or probably the best and you tend um, to see the best out of Warburton when he's got when Dan Lydia alongside yeah. him and they are they're a brilliant brilliant they're a brilliant trio aren't they the three of them um, yeah and you've you got two brick in there but I really like Moriarty he started yeah. the season yeah. really well for Gloucester and toured yeah. really well in New Zealand yeah, as well and really showed up well you know, you, um, you know great you know set pieces but also in the loose his yeah. footballing skills how brilliant! Yeah, his speed, uh, is and, and that's what you know. That, so I'd like to see Falatau, Warburton, Moriarty with Superick on the bench because then obviously he can okay. cover seven. Warburton got a six. All, all that dynamic, really. I'd like to. Think Moriarty could probably play eight. As Moriarty well. could play eight. Yeah, and so, I think, he, yeah. that, so you need that flexibility yeah. for, with injuries and yeah. fatigue. I think that gives us a, a nice balance. I, I don't think Lydia's time's over in any no, way. You know, no, I think no. he's definitely worthy of place in the squad. Whether this is a match day twenty three. That's it to be decided, I suppose. But you know, I think Tupac gives you more options off the bench. Yeah, definitely. Than, than, than as a starting seven or, or a six, really. Well, yeah, he covers he covers uh, six, seven, nine, yeah. ten. Yeah. So yeah, he'll be... so we need one second. Yeah, that's it. Just, okay. just go with that's him. It. I'd um, I'd like, to, I'd like to see Warburton evolve his game as well, really. Yeah, because I think you know, um, yeah, he's been a great captain for Wales. You know, Lions captain. Uh, you know, great over the ball, great tackler. I just think I'd like to see more again, more of him in the loose. Bit of a theme here with me, isn't it? I want to see, I want to see more of everyone in the loose. Yeah, you know, so, you know from one to fifteen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think that's what we need. Really. I don't yeah, I think yeah. that's what we need. So you know, we've got the base for a forward is obviously winning your set pieces, as I mentioned, but we've got to evolve our game. I think I'd like to see more from Warburton. So he's not, when he's when he's running with the ball, he doesn't look like he's panicking. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think um, I, you know, again, I, I hope that comes because I think when he plays to the highest level he is up there with the, the best sevens in the world when it comes to being over the ball yeah. and actually winning games up front yeah. and scavenging there's no other seven in Wales who can touch him and I don't think there's a seven in the Northern Hemisphere who can touch yeah. him but a great captain you know yeah. that's, that's what he is he's, he's, you know, um, he's modest he's, his work rate's fantastic you know, he's, 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 I think the players respect Sam Warburton and he's, he's, he's he seems to be, he portrays himself very well in the media. Mm. Everyone who's met him, you know, really likes spending time with Sam Warburton, and he, he just and he just communicates to the referees really well. He's not on the case all the time, appealing. He just has a quiet word until they understand where he's coming from, and goes away. And that, that just, yeah, he, I just he just carries himself really well as a leader of Wales, and and then he's he's worth his place in the side. You know, for obviously for his rugby ability, but also for his leadership skills. I think you know he's a shoe in for that seven. Okay. And any any wild cards for the for the squad? Yeah, I, I I'd quite like to see Aaron Shingler at six. Okay. Um, he's very he's quite a destructive tackler. He's a, he'd be a great line out option. He's he's unbelievably pacey. Um, seemed like he was um, you know when he first burst on the scene going four or five years ago. He seemed like a player who would be part of that Gatland setup for a while and has um, has slipped off the radar yeah, a bit. He's been really. in the wilderness, isn't he? Yeah, he's picked up a couple of knocks as well, but he. He had a couple of couple of great breaks on um, on the weekend. I if we're going to change the way we, we play, he's someone that can that can do that. He can really make a difference. Yeah. Um, so starting 15, six you're talking about now, or just in the squad? Yeah, I'd 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 I'd, I'd pop him in there, not 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 early on, but I'd have him in the squad um, and then bring him in at six at some stage. So potentially for a, a Japan type game or. <laughs> 
So we're basically playing a brand new 15 against Japan, haven't yeah, we? We've so, decided yeah. that, haven't we? So everyone's going to get I mean, to start. Uh, when, yeah. did, when did Japan ever upset anyone? Yeah. You know, there's, there's nothing to worry about so there. Like, I was at that game in the World Cup, right? And I was behind the try line when they scored those tries in the second half. It was unbelievable. Unbelievable. There you go. It seems like you managed to cover <laughs> off a hell of a lot of games, Gareth, I think. I, I, I was out of work. <laughs> cool, all right. Well, um, again, the, the, the wild card for me in the squad is, I think, James Davis. And I know we're picking yes. a lot of a lot of sevens in here, but if we're talking about someone who's not only pl- offers something in the loose, but actually is bloody good on top of the ball as yeah. well. You know, he's he's a guy who can... You just can't shift him when he when he spots uh, an isolation. So, I, Seven who plays sevens. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. I, yeah. I don't know. I just love to see him somewhere into the mix. Yeah, I'm but... a huge fan of his. I just think that uh, it'll be. I think it'd just be Tips and um, yeah, Tips and Warburton. I think he'll he'll miss out again, unfortunately. But but it'd be lovely to see him there. Yeah, he picks some lovely lines as well, doesn't he? He's he's absolutely everywhere. Um, I think he might be my fourth choice centre. Yeah, <laughs> let's get him in there alongside he, his brother. He's been playing really well for a couple of years. As well. yeah. Last season, he went, he went, he was superb. Almost, he almost had man. Every game I pretty much watched, he was man of the match. Yeah. And the ones he didn't get man of the match, he probably should have been. Yeah. So, yeah, he's a. Well, we, we're blessed, aren't we? In the in the at the seven spot, someone else we haven't mentioned is Ellis Jenkins. Yeah. Ellis Jenkins, very yeah. very good boy. I think um, um, yeah, toured well as well. You know, kind of late yeah. call up. Um, I thought he went really well, yeah. and again, seems to be in that same mould as, as Warburton and has mm. come through the age grade and yeah. seems to be, you know, seems to be that kind of classic scavenger. Um, yeah, again, it's, you know, it's, it's just a, a huge amount of riches. Yeah. Ollie Griffiths at the Dragons as well, <coughs> honestly, one to watch. Well, there's a lot of youth at Dragons, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing about the There dragons, has to be, yeah. I know, I know cause, but hopefully that, that might change. They can buy a bit of experience yeah. into the Dragons, just make them a bit more competitive. But you're right, you know, we've been speaking at length about, you know, the sort of options they've got. And it's nice for Wales to have options. And there's a lot of young players we probably haven't spoken about, really, um, in this podcast. Um, and hopefully in the next 12 months, they'll, they'll come to the fore and play a lot of Pro 12. That's the good thing about Pro 12, in my opinion. We give a lot of experience yeah. to young players. Uh, and that's only going to benefit Wales. Which it is will. Great, which is and, I, and I think that's the that's kind of where it's where it's performed well and having a lot of the stars away in the last few years has meant a lot of young blood has got a chance to to get in there problem is is when you've got very few people watching it but that will most definitely be well, another podcast for another time yeah. <laughs> don't get me started on that one <laughs> cool alright it's, then, def- just it's to, has um, definitely improved the Pro 12 it's, it's improved I think with a, with the start a, of the season yeah. feels uh, feels that way um, just to quickly wrap up then let's go for our for our uh, starting 15s for that uh, that crucial Australia game um Let's start with uh, let's start with you, Dan, and your your pack. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Samson Lee, Ken Owens, and Gethin. Yeah, Alan Wynne Jones and Charteris. Um, let's pop him in there. Aaron Shingler at six. Wild card. Yeah, Warburton at uh, seven and Moriarty at eight. And this, Where, is, so this is based on Toby being injured, or this is yeah, absolutely. Okay. But See, I, th- I think probably, to, I think he's again just basing this on the fact that Toby rarely gets injured. I think he's going to be fit. Yeah, he's. Um, but he's like a machine, isn't he? Yeah. Surely he'll be there. But I'm no, I'm I'm taking it these All out. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, Moriarty eight, nine Webb, ten bigger, um, Jonathan Davis, and I'm gonna go Scott Williams. Okay. North, um, North Liam Williams, and Tom James. Okay. Gareth. Wow. Um, <laughs> not much change to your pack. I'd probably, yeah. I think I'd probably choose the same from five. I really would. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know, do you say who you say your hooker was? Ken Owens. 
I might go Baldwin. It's just to be yeah. different. Uh, I think to me the back row, I'd have Moriarty six, Faltau is going to be fit. Yeah. Uh, eight, Warburton seven, nine Webb, ten bigger for the Australia game. Centres Davis Roberts, North Matthew Morgan, Liam Williams. Oh. Go on. Practice that what is, I preach. That is, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, Why not? After all this chat about wanting to play a new brand of rugby and stuff, I'm going to pick the safest side that I can imagine, <laughs> and I'm going with I'm going with Gethin. I am going to go with Ken Owens because I think he's um, he's just that bit more explosive. Uh, Samson Lee, Charteris, Alan Wynne Jones, Moriarty, Warburton, Falatau, Webb, Bigger, Roberts, Davis, North, Halfpenny on the wing, and uh, and Liam Williams at fullback. Very harsh on Tom James, but I think I think you've just got to go for that bit of class in that first game because you need a win. Yeah, you need a win against these sides. I think Australia might need a win as well. Yeah, they did. Well, yeah, they're <laughs> God. I mean, if ever a side was there for the taking, but that rarely plays into Wales' hands when sides turn up in disarray. Yeah, we're not very good in those situations. I don't think Wales. Well, yeah, Wales <clears throat> clearly seem to enjoy being the underdogs more than yeah. they do. More than they do being the, the, the favourite mentality, isn't it? It is, though, unfortunately. Isn't it? <laughs> can you combat that, though? Is that something that in the dressing room can be addressed? You know? Psychologists, that's it. That's it. That's I, it. Glenn Hoddle, Eileen Drury kind of stuff <laughs> on the go. Yeah. I think they've moved on since then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, just to um, just to wrap up then with a few kind of bits of, uh, of business away from the away from the national team. One thing we've mentioned it's the one year anniversary from uh, uh, from that momentous game at Twickenham. Well, that's obviously the the national side but uh, I just think it's a, a great opportunity to remember that because it really was a fantastic result but if you view that through the lens of what we've been talking about tonight and wanting to play a new brand of rugby that wasn't a particularly uh, expansive game of rugby from a Wales point of view you know Dan Bigger kept us in that with kicks and kicks and then had one chance to score it does that sully it you know what would you rather would you rather look back on that game which we won at Twickenham or the the kind of 2003 swashbuckling. I think style evolves over time, right? And so, but you know, results. You know, obviously, I'm watching Wales play. You want them to win every game, so it, it's it's a combination of both, really. But we're on our last legs against England. We had so many injuries mm. in that game. Mm. It was un- unbelievable. We're talking about Lloyd Williams on the wing, right? But you know, it just worked for us. You know, I think England made so many mistakes in that game. I don't think we deserve to win. It's like going to someone's house in broad daylight and licking someone's TV. You know, I felt like that really a little bit. Because I don't think. I don't think you know, if you look at the game, we didn't deserve to win that game, but we did. We found a way to win that game. And Warren Gatlin goes on about being in the game at 70 minutes yeah. and back, mm-hmm. in, back in the fitness and decision-making then. So we were still in the game at 70 minutes and scored on 70 minutes. And so, you know, it wasn't a great game. We won it. And it was in the World Cup. So the most important game for England in their history, probably. Yeah. Um, and we won it, which is great for Wales. So I think the long and the short of it, if we come to any conclusion tonight, is that we want to play an exciting brand of rugby that wins every game. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Exactly. Well, we've got to aim for the, got to aim for the highest, and it's probably not going to come in the next uh, in the next four games for Wales, but hopefully it is going to be coming with the next uh, with the next generation of players as well. And that's you know you've got to aim for that, haven't you? At the end of the day, um, that wraps us up for the first uh, for the first episode of the attacking scrum. Thanks very much for listening um, and give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash attacking scrum. 
And get in touch with us on Twitter as well, because this is a fan podcast and we want to hear uh, every fan's opinion. So please get in touch with us at Attacking Scrum um, and leave us a review if you've enjoyed the podcast and leave us a review if you haven't enjoyed the podcast as well, because how else are we going to evolve this thing as well? Um, and tell your mates, this is just a set of fans wanting to set something up and to start and to have a chat around these things as well. And if you want to get involved, get in touch with us on Twitter um, and we'll look forward to speaking to you next time. Podcast Network.